Hey there, Katie. I just also fan side. It's Cardiac Kane here, broadcasting sort of live, I guess, from Raleigh Center Ice at the Kane's practice. I'm sitting here by my friend Shlomo, and we're taking in uh, the Kane's practice this morning. Got anything to say to anyone? Hey. <laughs> hey. That is what it is. Um, so, while we've got the team in front of us, uh, what were your thoughts on the game, or the games this past weekend? We discussed it yesterday's episode, but what were your takeaways from it? Um, I really think that the Nashville game kind of reminded me of last year's Jets game. Um, not the fact that it ended up 7-0 or whatever, because that was pretty atrocious, but the fact that the Kings just didn't look like they showed up, which on the front half of a back-to-back, that's a little unusual. I... I was sitting in like fourth row. I was so excited about the game, um, and we sucked. We, we really, really, really sucked. Um, and I was kind of bothered by the fact that Rod, uh, after the game, and, and also um, Stahl, honestly, just came on and talked about how much they appreciate the effort of the guys that game, which made me feel a little worried, um, just because they know hockey a lot better than me, and if they feel like that's um, a good effort, then I really worry about the team. But much like with the Jets game last season, um, when they had a big bounce back against Nashville the following night, man, that game against Tampa was phenomenal. Um, I mean, the first period was just amazing. It's not that Tampa played poorly or anything like that. They played really, really well, Um, but... Reimer just really showing up and having an out-of-body experience over there um, was phenomenal. And you can see how it really energizes the team to have your goalie just coming up and, and making those insane saves. Like the big butterfly when he just waves his feet backward, just blocked a shot on goal that was 100% a goal. That, that was going in. That was just phenomenal. I mean, the third kind of was a little um, bothersome just because the Kings don't really play well with a lead. Um, and the game got a little bit more stressful than it should have, but that, that was a huge win. And, um, hey, on to Boston. when We're hopefully going to give him a, a good try, and hopefully Pasta is not going to score a hat-trick against us. Yeah. Um, uh, me and Walker will preview the Boston game uh, later on this evening, uh, whenever me and him are able to talk about it some more. Um, but it'd definitely be a good test for the Canes uh, going against the top team in the league because uh, we looked at the standings this morning. You know, if we do a Metro Monday. Um, right now, Boston is tied for with Washington for first place in the league. Um, and, I think with some games in hmm? I think with this uh, Yeah. Yeah, but points-wise, they're tied uh, for first. Uh, just heard of Marty Wood, which is always nice to hear. Um, you were talking about Reimer. Um, definitely feel that he's starting to find his footing with the team. Because um, we talked about it earlier today. Um, just like with McElhaney last year, it took him a little bit to find some footing. Kind of dropped some games early on. Um, but now he seems to be finding his footing. The game against Tampa, uh, he looked great. With the game against Minnesota, he looked great. Those are just two that quickly come to mind of how good he can be. Um, Rock just scored. And that was glorious. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, definitely one of the fun things uh, about attending practices. 
Um, the team definitely looks to be just having fun out there. Uh, a lot of guys are smiling, which is always nice to see. Brock doing the Rocky, jumping up and down with the hands in the air after scoring a liner. Oh. Nice. oh, yeah, of course, that's always nice. Um, yeah. Guys are working hard. Uh, Gardner just missed a shot <laughs> on Reimer. Just a little wide, just a little wide. Um, speaking of Gardner, um, he's definitely seems to be having some trouble finding his footing with the team. Um, what do you think needs to be done uh, with him? Do you think they need to scratch him? Do you think they, what do you think they need to do? So, honestly, much like we found out with Dougie last season, the fact that he started playing the season um, injured, we don't know what Gardner's condition is. True. And we know that he had some back issues uh, towards the end of last season with Toronto. So he might still be dealing with some stuff. With that in mind, um, gardner Flurry is actually a good pairing. Gardner-TBR is kind of atrocious. Um, yeah. They just... There's no chemistry there. They're just not working out. But, like I said... Flurry and Gardner has been a really, really good pair, and um, honestly, it, it's just a matter of finding finding your right pairing. As in, it didn't really work with um, Gardner and Pesci, but hey, it didn't work last season for Slavin and Hamilton for like half the season. It takes some time to develop chemistry, like what Eddie yeah. and uh, what Eddie and, uh, and Pesci have. That's um, it's not necessarily a given that they're going to find chemistry this fast. So just be patient, man. Uh, I mean, the rock system is very, very, very different than Babcock's, and that's really what Gardner has been seeing for a very long time. Yeah. Um, am I worried? Not really. Just give him time. He's going to find his footing, and he's going to be great because he is a really, really good fit, in theory, for the rock system. Yeah, I agree there. I think he's... In similar boat with Reimer, uh, like we are just talking about him uh, finding his footing. Um, I think it's just taking him a little bit of time to find his footing. Um, you mentioned condition, which is very, very true. You do not know. I mean, Paul is out with his injury again. Uh, so uh, Gardner could be having issues with his. Um, you just don't know. That's not something they're going to make public unless it becomes a really big problem. Um, yeah, uh, I definitely think he has potential for sure. Um, and the team is deep enough um, where it hurts him not producing the way he could, um, but they're managing uh, without it. Um, but I think give him a few more games, uh, keep him with one particular person, uh, whether it be Flurry, whether it be uh, TBR, whoever, keep him with that person. Don't change it out. Let them develop that chemistry. Have them run some extra drills together. Um, speaking of, it looks like him and uh, TVR are paired together right now over on ice, which I think that's something good. Just keeping them together. Um, I have that's got to be the pair they're wanting to go with. That's how you build chemistry. You got to let them play together. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, eventually, it's not working out great right now, but if that's what they want to go with, they need to keep them together. Uh, Reimer just made another save, I think, against Mina, it looked like. I really like how Reimer's starting to come into his own. I definitely think once he really gets going, uh, between him and Peter, that could be one of the better goalie tandems in the league. Um, I think he's he's on for a couple more years as well. And then you uh, talk about Ned down in Charlotte. Um, you got Helvig over in Greenville. I mean, just within the organization, there's 
no shortage of quality guys. Which is always a good thing. Let's see. And you mentioned uh, Dougie not pairing well with Hamilton uh, for part of <laughs> Dougie pairing well with Hamilton. Uh, that's going to have to be edited out. Uh, but Dougie not pairing well with Slavin, you said? Yeah. Um, if you remember, like late December, early January, Dougie was actually moved to a pairing with TBR. He was the third pairing defenseman. Yeah. For maybe like three, four weeks. Because, once again, he didn't really work with Rod's system. He needed time to figure it out. He also was injured. So, let's yeah. take that with a grain of salt. But um, they didn't start off the season by well together. It just took them a while to build out chemistry. Yeah, you, may, you mentioned uh, building chemistry. Um, it takes some guys longer than others. Uh, that is simple. Um, and then with Gardner coming from a completely different system, it just takes some time. It's obviously taken Reimer time. It seems when it took uh, Joel some time to really uh, just start getting into it. Also, bear in mind that uh, James Swimer is not Peter Mraz. Like, like yeah. The team can play exactly the same uh, with Ned and with uh, Peter because exactly. Ned and Peter are basically the same goal. They're just Reimer has a, a very under- different person. Yeah, yeah they're, they're undersized. They're super athletic. Um, Reimer is a lot more like, like Curtis yeah. McElhaney. Um, not as good, in my opinion, but still um, very much like Curtis McElhaney. So the team needs to play different in front of him and in front of Peter. So it's also a matter of the team figuring out exactly what they need to do for um, Reimer to feel comfortable. Yeah, I agree, um, which they seem to start figuring it out, uh, which is great to see. Because uh, if he, like I mentioned, you know, the game against uh, Tampa, that game against Minnesota, when he's on, he's on. And he's a great goaltender. Hey, Kyle, for uh, part of the start of the season, just just going by statistics on paper, he was a top 10 goaltender in the league for quite some time, just going strictly by the statistics. Like, he was doing better than Peter. He was doing better than a lot of other guys where they talk about whether he had the top goaltenders in the league, uh, which is great to see. Now, we've talked about it before um, with Dougie beating contention for the Norris Trophy. Um, what do you think about that? Um, I think that if Carlson is going to continue with this absolutely insane um, points uh, streak, then uh, there's no chance for Dougie. Um, I also think that some things are going to work against him, such as Boston media being against him and honestly Canada being against him. Yeah. Um, so that means that he's not going to get a lot of votes that he really should based on what he does. But honestly, if we're talking about being, well, if we're talking about playing defense, Carlson versus Dougie, Dougie actually penalty kills. And I know Carlson has some penalty kill in the minutes, but it's mostly like the last 20 seconds when they're getting ready to go back to five, uh, just, just really going back to five and five. Um, Dougie has been phenomenal. Dougie has been the single best defender or defenseman for the Hurricanes this season. Oh, for sure. And that says a lot because they also have Pesci and Slavin. Yeah, they have a bunch of other guys. Yes, he has been phenomenal. Um, he really should make the all-star team. But once again, we're still talking about um, Boston and Toronto and, well, not Toronto, but Canada. But, yeah. yeah, just Canada in general. Yeah, um, kind of being against that just because, well. He's in a locker room cancer, according to them. Yes, yeah. And but that's going to yeah. work against them because, honestly, uh, narrative works a lot more than anything else. It's, it's much like the whole idea of um, who's having a better season, Taravainen or Svetch. I mean, mm-hmm. Turbo. It, it's 
Turbo is like a Celtic candidate. Turbo has been phenomenal. However, with Ultra Game being about 50% marketability and 50% actual ability, Svetch is going to be one of the faces of the NHL in the years to come. So yeah, he's going to be a lot more likely as the forward representative if the Kings are going to have a forward representative. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel Dougie uh, should definitely get invited to the All-Star Game. Um, uh, Turbo as well. I feel Svetch will definitely get some votes in there. Um, you know, Aho will get votes. I mean, he definitely had a slow start for sure, um, but now he's starting to really start to find his stride. I mean, he was, we mentioned in yesterday's episode, um, being named the player of the month, having 10 goals, six assists. He's really starting to get it going, uh, which is good to see um, for sure. <laughs> um, now we really just need some of the other guys like Nino and Gardner to really start hitting their stride um, so we can really be that top team in the league that everyone was thinking we'd be um, going in. I think that's so right now they're standing at ninth overall in the league, uh, which is good, um, but where they very well could be high if they were playing better. Yeah, they they lost to a lot of bad teams in yeah. November, and the 8-7 and seven record for November, not great given the fact that they lost to Columbus and New Jersey and Philly. I mean, Philly's a decent team. Yeah, Philly's playing good. It's, it's a decent team, but still, the Kings are better. Yeah, they're better than Philly. Yeah, so when you're losing points against teams that you really shouldn't. Yeah, that's something we've discussed, um, where they just drop games to teams that they should be winning. Um, thankfully, they're, I mean, they really should have won that game against Nashville. Nashville has not been all that great this year. One against the Rangers. Um, well, the first game, yeah. for sure. The second game was close, and they did have an absolutely atrocious first period, but yeah, making some progress. Yeah, I just noticed the film crews out, so maybe I'll get on the camera of us recording. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, but, oh, all right. We got a penalty shot. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Uh, it's Nino. Nino. He's going up against Peter. Oh, he made it. Nice. Svet um, showed zero faith in Nino. Svet just started doing the sprint even before Nino finishes run. That was uh, oof. oof. That's a big old oof. <laughs> they both have great helmets. Reimer and uh, Peter. Both are very, very nice. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing we do here on Locked on Hurricanes on Tuesdays is we do questions. Uh, people submit questions. And do you have a question for me? Yes. Do you think the defensive parent should be switched? Like we talked about um, TBR and Gardner not necessarily being the single best pairing, but do you feel like an uh, Edmondson Gardner and or, or anything like that? Any, any, any sort of switch up just to make sure that everyone is playing to the most of their abilities. Um, now, obviously, we they know much, much more than us. They know hockey like the back of their hands, um, so it's ultimately their decision. But personally, I would. I would. We talked about the Gardner Flurry pairing that was doing a lot better. Personally, I would do that. I would do Gardner Flurry, um, just because that's they've done better with that, and that's what they should be going with. Um, but they appear to be wanting to go with Gardner and TBR. And that's fine. Um, yeah, I respect their decisions. Uh, but personally, I, I think Edmondson is doing fine where he's at. 
uh, he's really starting to hit his stride. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Just um, sometimes you know that even though one guy is doing really well, if another one is not. Yeah, you, it you, takes a pair. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a matter of like the, both parts of the pair. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, I would maybe make some changes there. Um, I would probably put Flurry in. Um, just because they've had better luck with that pair. Um, and they should be going with what's working better. Um, but I also understand them wanting to go with TVR um, just because he has more experience than Flurry, uh, which I get it. Um, they just feel that experience may be better out there for him. At TVR, he won a cup with Chicago. Yeah. And he is one of the best guys. Like, he logged into battle with TVR last season. TVR was phenomenal last season. Yeah. It's just that shoulder injuries are really, really, really hard for the attention to come back from. TBR does seem a full step slower than he did last season. Yeah. And, and once again, we just, that's what we talked about chemistry with defensemen. He needs to, he needs more minutes. That's the only way he can actually you know, catch up against him. Yeah. Um, and you talked about his injury. Um, we talked about it with uh, Gardner with his back injury. Hollow with his knee injury. Maybe that uh, shoulder injury is still getting him a little bit of issues. It very well could be. Um, we just don't know. I mean, they're not going to tell us. Um, and I'll, obviously, whenever uh, I get back to recording Walker, I'll ask him the same thing. Um, we can get his thoughts as well. Um, so thank you very much for coming on. Uh, we're going to enjoy the rest of the practice. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay, Walker. So through the magic editing, uh, I am back home uh, from practice, and you are uh, here. That's right. Um, <laughs> okay, so one thing uh, I was asked there at practice was if you could make any line changes or defensive pairing changes, mm. what would you make? Personally, I said I would put uh, Gardner and Flurry in rather than Gardner that. and Van Riemsdyk just because they've had more luck with the Gardner-Flurry pairing. Uh-huh. That's what I do. Everything else I pretty much keep the same, but what would you do? If anything, wow, that's a that's a huge question. Um, man, there's so many. Like, I'm so bad with finding pairings and stuff. And you know, going back to when we uh asked that question with Dana, and we're going or asking a similar question, uh, like that with Dana, I would say, uh, I think it would be cool with the people that we have now if we add Tavo Aho. And Nita Ryder on a line. I feel like that would be really cool. Uh, Aho and Nino are very good when it comes to shooting the puck and making quality shots and stuff like that. And Tavo is just a really good uh, playmaker and play starter as opposed to to making the play, which I hope that makes sense, you know, because Tavo has his moments where he, he struggles to shoot. He doesn't like to shoot. He likes to assist. So I think it would be cool having – it would be weird, but have Tevo center and Nino and Ajo wing just so Tevo has the main – I guess the fulcrum point of that area would just be really cool and different to see, just to see how it works because he does really – he assists on some great plays. So Interesting. Interesting. That's, that's what I would do. All right. Um 
So now, um, last thing for the day, um, we'll get into the game preview of the game against Boston uh, yes. tonight. Now, this is obviously a rematch of the Eastern Conference Final where Boston swept us. Um, yes. I really, really feel this game is going to be a test for the Canes. Definitely. Um, we said that early on in the season that the Nashville-Tampa-Boston stretch would be a real test. Mm-hmm. Nashville and Tampa both haven't been playing as great this season. Yeah. But Boston has been great. Oh, uh, yeah. So I feel this will be a real test for us. Um, I said this is a rematch of the Eastern Conference Final. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel now I'm looking at the um, – Hurricanes preview for the game. The lines have not been announced yet tonight. Yes. Um, but they have their preview down here. Um, they have uh special teams being a very big thing tonight. Uh definitely. That if they can get their special teams going, they may be able to win the game. Absolutely. Um, which that's obviously just in general. Mm-hmm. Special teams need to be playing good to win a game. Oh yeah, um, I mean Boston's record right now is nineteen three and five. Yeah, um, there. Mm. And speaking of uh, Hurricanes special teams, uh, has down here that the Hurricanes penalty kill ranks eighth in the league mm-hmm. at eighty four point four percent, which is thirty four for thirty seven in their last eleven games. So right now, their penalty kill is doing great. Oh yeah, so stellar compared to what it used to be. Yeah, hopefully they can keep that up. Um, mm-hmm. Also has down here that the uh, that Sebastian Ajo has registered 16 points in the last 15 games. Wow. And registered 16 points, which is 10 goals, 6 assists, in the 15 games during November. His wow. 10 goals marked his most goals in one calendar month in his NHL career. Ajo enters today's game four goals shy of 100 in his career. Holy cow. Um, Go ahead. So he is hot right now. Hopefully they will continue into the garden tonight uh, up in Boston. Um, Boston uh, has down here, ranks first in the league with a Mm -hmm. 19, like you mentioned, 19, three and five record, 43 points. In our midst of a five-game homestand. Yeah. Uh, The team is riding a seven-game winning streak. And the Bruins have yet to lose in regulation at home this season. They're 11, 0, and 4 mm-hmm. at home. Brad Marchand leads the team in scoring with 43 points, 18 goals, 25 assists in 27 games, while David Pasternak has scored a league leading 25 goals in 27 games. Wow. So the Bruins are playing really, really good. Oh, yeah. We'll just Definitely hope that. The Canes can keep up with them. Um, they've shown that they have the talent to do it. Yeah. Uh, let's just hope that they're not in their own head. Uh, I hope I not. I did notice uh, one thing at practice yesterday. I can almost guarantee Peter's going to start tonight because uh, they have, at the end of practice, everyone was shooting uh, at Peter. So right. I almost guarantee Peter's going to start tonight. I can see that. Uh, unless know, were to happen. Yeah. But, Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, Boston has some very uh, solid goaltending uh, with both Tuka Rask and Yaroslav Halak. I mean, they're both very good, uh, high-performing uh, goaltenders, both uh, 
sorry, my, <laughs> my cat is in uh, here and I didn't realize that. Um, I heard her. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's chirping, getting back. <laughs> See, I lost my train of thought. Stop knocking over boxes. <laughs> Typical cat knocking shit over. <laughs> both Halak and Tuka are both awesome goaltenders. I like the Bruins as another team. Just They're just very good. And tonight our defense is really just going to have to be on. We can't let Pasternak have, uh, get any breakaways or have the whole uh, zone for him to do what he wants to. And the same thing with Marshan and Bergeron and uh, even Sean Corrali. You know, the Bruins have just a solid uh, roster with some very quality players. Our defense has to be solid tonight. We can't leave Peter. We can't leave Peter hanging out to dry and just leaving him like we have in previous games. So it's going to be a tough game tonight. Yeah, defense definitely needs to step it up. Uh, Like I mentioned, I'd probably put that Gardner-Fleur pairing in tonight. Um, That would be cool. Because they just have more luck with that pairing uh, as opposed to the Gardner-Van Riemsdyk one. Right. Um, Yesterday at practice, they were having Gardner and Van Riemsdyk together, um, which given that the coaching staff there knows more about hockey than we ever will. Right. Um, (laughs) That's what they're wanting to go with. I respect it. Um, And the only way that those guys can build chemistry is playing together. Absolutely. During games, whatever. So if they're wanting to keep those guys together, they need to keep them together. For sure. Um, I feel the way that uh, something else mentioned yesterday is that if they're to build chemistry, Bill Van Riemsdyk's uh, time on the ice needs to go up. Definitely. Uh, Split between him and – uh, Flurry, because right. that's cutting back on his ice time, mm-hmm. um, building that chemistry with Gardner. One thing that we also talked about was just injuries, uh, nagging injuries. Yeah, um, it's, it's obvious that Hollis is still bothering him. Of course, um, Gardner has a history with back issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be bothering him. Trevor's shoulder could still be bothering him. We just don't know. Yeah, and we're not gonna know. Um, Absolutely, but. Hopefully, like we mentioned, the lines uh, haven't been announced yet. Goaltender-wise, I was positive it's going to be Peter. Other lines, maybe a few flip-flops here and there because um, they occasionally flip-flop those first two lines, I've noticed. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I've noticed that too. Yeah, I, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that gets changed. Um, I feel like it'll probably end up being Gardner Van Riemsdyk just from what I've seen at practice yesterday. Right, right. But, yeah, like I said, the lines haven't been announced yet. Those should probably come out here soon. Yeah, probably around noontime, maybe a little bit later, 1 or 2 o'clock. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, but so I was able to get most of this episode done at practice yesterday. So <laughs> we don't have a whole lot to do right now. Right. Um, so heading into tomorrow, um, we'll obviously recap this game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's a good recap. I hope um, so. And then we'll obviously have way back Wednesday and then whatever else happens. For sure. Any closing thoughts, Walker? Uh, let's go Kings. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go Kings defense, especially. Yeah, pretty much. Let's go Kings. Hopefully that defense will uh, show up. Hopefully mm-hmm. Peter will be Peter. And yeah. not Peter. 
Yes, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it'll be good, Peter, not bad, Peter. Yes. Um, that, that does it for today, Walker? That sounds like a plan to me, buddy. Go get some tacos. All right. Yep, enjoy your tacos today. I guess today is Taco Tuesday. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Have a good one.